This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, this story is, has come up before. Sometimes the situation's a little bit different. Sometimes the city's different. But there's a common thread here where citizens who are legally entitled to record what the police are doing on the street in a public area being told by police that, no, you don't have that right. Now, citizens may not know that, and it's certainly intimidating when a police officer comes up and tells you to do something or to stop doing something, but they should know better. So what's going on here? Here's the story. This is from the Toronto Star today. A Toronto man who lawfully recorded police arresting and tasering a man near Ryerson University Tuesday was repeatedly told by officers to stop filming the interaction and then threatened by two cops who claimed that they would seize the phone he was using to record it. The interaction captured by Wasim Khan depicts officers repeatedly telling Khan that he could not record police, despite the fact that citizens have the right to film police performing their duties if they are not obstructing the officers. So one of the officers goes up to Khan or points at Khan, rather, and says, get that guy out of my face, please, one officer says to the other. Khan's about 20 feet away, and he says, I'm not obstructing your arrest. I'm not involved in the investigation. I'm not getting involved. So the video then shows two officers approaching him, one of them urging him to let police do what they need to do. But Khan insists he's not stopping police from doing their job. The two officers tell him that if he doesn't stop recording, they are going to seize his phone as evidence, something they do not have the authority to do. One of the officers even warns Khan that the man police arresting is, quote, going to spit in your face and you're going to get AIDS. Wow. So somehow by that guy standing there recording the incident, he's going to end up getting AIDS. He's putting himself in danger. What is this? Now, Toronto Police spokesman Mark uh, Pugash strangely called this a teaching moment. Uh, Pugash says, based on what he can see in the video, Khan was not obstructing or interfering with the arrest and says, quote, let me be clear. We have told our officers if someone is videoing them and they are not obstructing or interfering, they have every right to film. So if officers have been told this, why are they behaving this way? Joining us uh, for some thoughts on uh, some of the issues at hand, you're very pleased to welcome to the program David Fraser. He's a privacy lawyer with McKinnis Cooper in Halifax. He blogs at privacylawyer.ca. David, thanks so much for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure. All right. Well, look, I mean, it's not surprising maybe that citizens don't fully understand uh, all the nuances of this, but police should. So why does this keep happening? I'm not sure, and, and, and it may be in part that it's in the heat of the moment, or it may also be that they forget their training. It may be that they're not well-trained. It may be that they don't care. It's, a, it's difficult. to. The cynic in me assumes the worst, but, uh, but I often have to temper myself and, and uh, think, uh, remind myself about the good faith of others. But uh, it seems to happen over and over and over again, and, uh, and I think that that's troubling, particularly in an environment where everybody's walking around with a HD video camera in their pocket for all intents and purposes, and also in an environment where we've seen so much come out of uh, interactions between police officers and others in the United States that has been filmed ends up on the Internet and has resulted in uh, some significant public dialogue, protests, and, and things like that. And uh, so I, I think it's really incumbent upon Canadian police authorities to drum into the heads of their officers that 
citizens have the right to videotape in public and particularly have a right to videotape police officers doing their jobs as long as they're not actually interfering with what's going on. What do you make of how Toronto police handled this case and not only telling the, the uh, citizen in question that, that he wasn't allowed to, to record this, uh, what they were saying about the suspect, just you know how, how the whole thing was handled in general? Well, from what I saw of the reporting and, and from what I saw of the video, it was kind of a disaster all around. The individual was on the ground and was being repeatedly tased, uh, was kicked, even though he was kind of completely subdued. Um, and so that is in and of itself problematic, which highlights the importance of a citizen with a camera recording that, keeping a record of that. I, I thought that, that the arrest itself that was recorded was troubling. Then you have the uh, officer yelling over to another officer to have the person stop recording. And the person is clearly away from the action. They are not in the way at all. And so they are told to stop recording, which when somebody has a gun and a badge and a uniform, every, every command they make really appears like a lawful order. And then when the person asserts their rights, they are then told that their camera will be taken away as evidence which could be the case in some instances, but it was clearly done, at least from my perception, uh, in order to intimidate the person so that they would stop recording. And one thing that also happens from time to time, obviously didn't happen in this case, is that the police will require you to delete a recording. And under no circumstances that I can think of, uh, and I'm pretty creative about these things, but under no circumstance that I can think of would a citizen ever have an obligation to delete something at the direction of the police. Interesting. Now, in terms, though, of, of whether a citizen might be interfering with what police are doing, in this instance, it seemed as though the guy was, I think, 20 feet away from what I read. Uh, but is there a potential scenario where a citizen is interfering? Well, I can imagine a case where the citizen is too close or where the citizen is actually intervening. The citizen is standing between the officer and the arrestee with the, with the camera, where they're kind of essentially physically interfering with, the, with what is going on. And, and that would be the only circumstance that I would think that the, the recording would interfere. I've heard people argue, well, what if, what if they're filming an undercover police officer? Well, okay, so what? You have the right to film in public. Uh, anything that's going on in public. We're not, individual citizens aren't subject to privacy laws in the same way that, that businesses are or the governments are. Um, if it's in a public place, you have little expectation of privacy. Now, you could have a mall, for example, or other private property where they will have a policy that says no filming. And if you start recording, uh, then you're technically trespassing, but again, they can't require you to delete your images that you, that you take. And if somebody's in a situation like that and they don't know their rights, and so either they delete the, the video or they hand over the device and learn after the fact that they didn't have to do so, is there any recourse that, that people have? Well, there's the usual avenue for, for complaints against the police, but my sense has been that they're, they're largely inadequate. I think what needs to happen is that there needs to be greater public pressure on police authorities generally with respect to uh, calling to account and, and requiring discipline in instances where individuals do this. Because for all intents and purposes, a police officer exceeding their authority and telling you to do something while they're cloaked in their, in their uniform, wearing their badge and have a gun, that's bullying behavior, and that should not be, should not be tolerated in our society, particularly where we generally give the police a fair amount of latitude uh, to do their job. And I, and I don't really envy them the job that they have to do. 
But in dialogue with uh, with some police officers, uh, one has said to me, "Look, somebody filming is the least of my worries in the in the course of a day," uh, and uh, and others have said that that it's an important tool to hold to hold police to account. And when you look at um, the police, are like anybody else, and and you can assume the good faith of the majority of them, but there are going to be some people who cross the line, some people who are abusive, some people who actually commit crimes, and so this is one way that that we have of. Uh, I guess helping to root out the bad apples so that those who are doing their jobs in, in with good faith, following the rules, doing what they're supposed to do, uh, are those that are left in the uh, in the force. Now, here in Calgary, I mean, this has come up a few times recently, uh, some some incidents that were videotaped by, by citizens. And the, the concern from police is that maybe when people record these and they get shared, that, you know, it doesn't capture the whole context. Maybe you, you capture something without the, the, the lead up to it and people don't see the whole story of, of what's unfolded. Is, is that a fair criticism? Well, it's a fair criticism, but it's not enough to say that you shouldn't do it or that these things should not be, be shared. Because you'd have exactly the same same criticism if people were telling you the story of what they saw. People see things from a particular perspective and a particular angle. And frankly, a video recording is more objective than somebody's memory. But it would be absolutely inappropriate for the police to tell us, oh, you shouldn't talk about this thing that you saw because it's not the whole story. And frankly, I think that, that police should have to wear body cameras. And so that if they want to tell a counter-narrative... Uh, that contradicts what the the citizens captured with their own cameras, then they'll be in a a position to do so. And uh, and it really seems that the stats that have come out with respect to uh, uh, studies of the use of body cameras is that there are fewer complaints against the police. And either that's caused by police not doing things that are worth complaining about uh, or or, um, that, uh, that... it kind of cuts through and uh, and you lead to it gets rid of those complaints that, that aren't well founded and so if if that if either of those are true well that's ultimately a benefit to all of us and citizens with cameras i, I would think likely have the same effect all right well going forward and there was an interesting quote from a toronto police spokesman who, who called this a, a teaching moment which is an odd way to characterize this given that these officers seem to be going against what officers are are being trained to do or how they're trained to handle this. So maybe there's an opportunity here for the public to have more awareness of this, but what what should be the followed? Well, I think that there should be formal discipline with respect to the officers that were involved in that. There were, at the very least, with respect to the recording, there were two of them involved. One of them told the other officer, told the second officer, to get the citizen to stop uh, stop recording. And both of those, I think, both of those individuals violated policy and did it in a manner that... Uh, was abusive to a citizen's rights and, and was, uh, had the effect of intimidating that person. And I think that is not okay. You, you should be able to lawfully do what you're able to lawfully do without being intimidated by, uh, by somebody in, in a uniform with a, with a gun and a badge. I think that that's really what it, uh, what it comes down to. And at, at the end of the day, uh, I saw a picture that circulated on the Internet of a, of a police ready room or, or briefing room that had a big poster on the wall that said, don't end up on YouTube today. And I think that's probably good guidance. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. that be, be aware of the fact that you can be recorded and it can go all over the place. And, and so make sure that you carry yourself and you comport yourself in the most honorable of ways following the, the rules and policies of the uh, of the police force um, and then you probably have little to worry about indeed well we'll leave it there david moore at uh, privacylawyer.ca appreciate the insight on this thanks for joining us here always a pleasure you take care all right you too david thanks again uh, david fraser privacy lawyer with mckinnis cooper in halifax um so i mean the issue here is the, the way police dealt with the citizen and 
knowing or should have known that they have no business telling him not to record, they did anyway. Now, there is the, the other issue of how the police handled the suspect and what was being videotaped in the first place. Um, so as it's described here in the Toronto Star, the incident began when Toronto police got a call Tuesday morning indicating a man at Seton House, a downtown homeless shelter, had spat on a staff member. So officers responded they found him, according to police. A female officer approached, and the man spat at her and then punched her, even prompting some construction workers nearby to step in. One of those workers was then bitten by the man. After the man was placed in the back of a police car, he kicked out the back window. A police spokesman says they tried to taser him, but the taser didn't work because he was wearing heavy clothing. Uh, so that's when Khan, who was doing the videotaping, happened to see what was going on. He saw police reach into the back of the police car and then bring a man out onto the ground. So that's when he began recording. The video starts when the man is on the ground surrounded by officers. Khan can be heard saying that he is recording because he, quote, saw a cop kick this guy in the head. The sound of the taser being deployed can then be heard. And Khan says he's down and they taser him. This guy's restrained and they taser him. One officer can also be seen repeatedly applying pressure on the man who appears to be unmoving with one foot and yelling, stop resisting. So, I mean, it sounds like police had a serious situation on their hands. Uh, But it's certainly fair to scrutinize their, their actions at the time. And so what's going on in this video? Again, if, as David says, if police have body cams and all of this was being recorded anyway, we would know all of this. We would see all of this. 403-974-TALK is our number, 974-8255. Back with your thoughts right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.